Hello and welcome to 16 Ounce Cinema's Director's Gallery. I'm TJ. I'm here with Michael. Hello! And I'm doubly excited tonight. Ooh, doubly. Um, first off, because if this is your first time listening... Um, Shame on you. What? Shame on, on them for this oh, being yeah, the first right, time. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's exciting for us because this will be the first episode actually released as 16 Ounce Cinema's Director's Gallery. Uh, previously, right. we've been under 16 Ounce Cinema, just our, our main show feed. But we figured we're going to continue this and eventually we're going to finish Mario Bava and the Mario Minute. We're still going to call it the Mario Minute. Um, but now it's a segment of Director's Gallery. So welcome to the new feed, everyone, old listeners and new. And I hope you like the change. The I hope you fucking sec- love the change. The second exciting thing <laughs> is I found a PDF finally online for this book I've been looking for. And I already told you, Mike, about it. But we'll mm-hmm. tell the listeners together, too. Um, so Tim Lucas, we've mentioned him before on the show cause he did some commentaries on some of the Bava discs. Uh, Tim Lucas wrote a book on Bava, which I've been looking for cause I figured obviously we're going through all his movies. It'd be good to have a book on him to reference for these shows, Yep. but I could never find it. And it was like weird prices on Amazon, but I figured that was just like, you know, you know how sometimes the third party sellers just mysteriously yeah, they're check always the prices just like... up. But apparently the book originally went for $115. I read some reviews that said they got it on a pre-order deal for 95 And now on Amazon and eBay, what? it goes for about $1,000. What year did it come out? Uh, I, I think early 2000s, actually. I, did, I should have checked that. Um, but anyway, it is a, an encyclopedia. Like literally an encyclopedia on Bava and his movies. It's not yeah. just a biography or a rundown of his movies. It has ridiculous detail. And it's almost 1,200 pages long of four-column text. And Amazon specs say the book is 12 pounds in weight. <laughs> That's so awesome. Right? It's. Did it, did it, did it, I think I asked you this. And you said no, but I can't really remember. Did did. How many? How many were made originally? Like a like a thousand? Oh, 10, 000, I, I should have looked that up. Yeah, I forgot to check that. Gotcha. But so so I have some tidbits, and we, I'll get to that at the end. Because um, I I started reading from the beginning, but then I was like, what am I doing? I should get some you know juicy stuff for <laughs> yeah. for this episode, which is blood and black lace. Ooh yeah. Or its original Italian title translated: Six Women for a Murderer. <laughs> which, which, oh no, it's such a terrible name. I love and it. And sp- it kind of spoils the movie. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's what, um, like, I was reading the book, and that's what was kind of like said it's kind of fun because it, it promises you how many are going to die, and you just oh, kind of wait in anticipation a, for the six women to die. That's Spoilers. a good point. That's, I didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. I was, okay, so die. I'll say that, like, I, I remembered that I watched this movie, like, just a couple months before we decided to do this. Mm-hmm. If not like the week before, because that stupid fucking creaking sign at the beginning. You remember and how yes. like it falls off? And I was like, oh, I remember this. I love the <laughs> the opening. And, yeah, and, well, actually, I, I love the I, but I love the uh, the actual opening with like all the cool colors oh. and like the cutesy poses and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that was a big thing too. That I was me- I meant to look up on YouTube before we recorded, and that's another thing I forgot. It's been too long. Um, yeah, a rough start to the season. But the U.S. version 
completely changed that. And I think it, it, I read that it was just mannequins under silly lights, but with like kind of like. Oh, okay. It, it tried to have, give it a little bit more like pep or action. They thought that like showing all the cast was too slow of an opening or something, but that was perfect. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Yeah, I fucking loved it. I was, so ex- I was excited. Then I saw the sign. I'm like, oh, this fucking movie. This is great. Right. And so. it's like, oh, okay. That's interesting. He's showing every bit player, but like they yeah. all get a moment. And they, yes. they almost all, almost all of them wind up as a, a some degree of a red herring at like different points too like oh yeah. that this guy's a drug addict but oh no he's just a drug so, addict oh like, this guy's penis doesn't work right he's yeah, a murderer yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> a sex maniac as they call them i love that <laughs> yeah. phrase and especially the Wait, way they what? say it a sec- oh yeah yes yes yeah <laughs> um so how much like how much about this movie is in there is there okay. like 20 30 so i started what whenever i told you about it last week right Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I've had what five? I've had six days with this book, and for five and a half days, I, when I have had a chance, I've been reading about Blood and Black Lace. So I got oh, wow. twenty of those four column pages in. There's like three pages that are just pictures, um, but yeah. So t- so basically seventeen pages, which I guess equivalent of fifty pages in just a normal book. I'm gonna have to remember. I'm gonna have to like next time, next episode. I'm gonna have to like download it and read it too on my Kindle. This this sounds like great. It is such a good read. Although there are points, I read an Amazon review that he he definitely needed an editor. Um, for instance, every single cast member and even a little bit of the stuntman who played the murderer, he basically tells you their life story like before and after the movie. Oh, uh, okay. Excluding people who probably were mentioned in previous chapters. It gets a little exhausting because this is like, okay, what? Like, it goes away from the movie. It goes away from Bava and just tells you about these people's lives. Can you kind of like, I play it away where you, you skip a few paragraphs? And you yeah, know you're just you, can, a, okay. you can skim through and it becomes like, you know, because there's a lot of irrelevant stuff there about like these actresses and what they were doing in 1999. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't care about that at all. I would like. It would be cool to hear about their begin, like what they have, what they did beforehand. But I, yeah, I don't give a fuck what they did. Yeah. Years um, later, really. One of them, he had a lot on. He must have gotten like a direct interview with. It was Mary Arden. I gotta remember who she played, even though I just read fifteen pages about her. <laughs> I just took all the notes with Mary Arden in there. It was, I can't believe it. Yeah, I was oh. reading it so desperately. I read 20 pages. Um, she is Peggy, the one who gets yeah, was... attacked in her apartment and taken. Hell yeah. To She's the, the worst one. That she dies. has the worst death. She also had one of the worst experiences in the movie. If we want to do some trivia right off the bat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course Since I have a lot of trivia about Mary Arden. First of all, she is fluent in three languages. And when she rolled up and started reading the script, it had been written by like Italians and then translated by them into English. And she was like, this doesn't make fucking sense. Like, <laughs> like it made sense. But she's like, people don't talk like that. So she actually uncredited, did like some script doctoring just to make it sound correct. Oh, cool. Um, she also said she wasn't ever paid for the this movie. Um, I read that a few places that like some of the people just didn't get paid at all. Which apparently is very, it was semi-common practice uh cameron mitchell 
had an arrangement where at the start of every shooting week, he got a briefcase full of cash. So he got paid for the week <laughs> up front because he was a star. Um, so basically Mario Mario Bava is like the present day influencer where he's just like paying people in like I think it opportunity. was just the whole like, you know, like Roger Corman. I, th- I don't think it was Bava. I think it was just the whole like the studio, yeah. the way they the were, environment, the Italians yeah. were run. Um, there was a couple German actors. One of them was the inspector. Um, he said he got paid because he went on loan from his German studio. So the Germans got paid. Oh, that guy was cool. Um, that was my favorite. That was made, him and the, the limp dick guy were my favorite. He was cool. It was kind of a rough dub, though. Um, apparently, like, some of these people did their own dubs. But then when it got the U.S. release, they just redubbed it again. Because I, I did not like this dub. See, I, I wouldn't even be able to notice because I'm just busy reading the, the dialogue, so I, I never really look at their lips, I guess. Did you see it in Italian? Yeah. Oh, I saw it in English. Oh, what? No, fuck that. Yeah, I'm always about subs. Where did you... I so, watched on Prime. Yeah, I watched on Prime, too. Did we just choose different Prime, or was there an Italian audio track option? I I mean I didn't even think that there would be an English option. I just hit play. Oh, so there's <laughs> That's weird. There's two different ones on there, and I like I picked the first one that came up, which has oh, okay. I think a yellowish poster, and the one has like a darkish poster, and it just looked yeah. Like, I think I, I have the darkish one, right? Oh, uh, okay. But I guess whenever they put the dub back in, they retouched it because there doesn't seem to be anything really missing. Which I did oh, read okay. that like a lot. They didn't really. They only cut a little bit of dialogue and changed the opening credits when it was released. So what was it? Was it like uh, so? It was a shitty dub then? It was. It was a shitty dub. Yeah. That um, sucks. But Baba actually got this released pretty much uncensored in America because he 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 was tired of the censorship that he got. He had a partnership with American International, mm-hmm. and he ended that partnership because they kept butchering his movies. Yeah, that's good. That's that's good that he did it early when he started rolling into his good films here. Which is kind of funny though, because uh, I'll just do one little bit of trivia, and we can actually talk about the movie. Uh, this is running long. Well, hang on. I guess I guess I, I guess I have a piece of trivia, which isn't shocking. Okay. Like every single other Mario Bava movie ever, this movie bombed. How the fuck did he keep making movies if all his movies bomb? Right. Yeah. I guess he just did him cheap, but he like he also like he liked to avoid credit, which. Maybe that's because he was just jobbing all the time, and I don't know. Um, But that was my trivia, was that um, he he thought a lot of his movies were bullshit. He was quoted as saying that. (laughs) Really? Yeah, and remember how, like, this started out where he was, like, uncredited co-director, or really he directed Mm -hmm. it, but didn't get the credit? Well, yeah, he he did, like, 50 things in other movies Yeah, and I'm wondering, like, I'm going to kind of want to look through this book. I'm worried there's shit we missed just because, like, Wikipedia didn't credit it right, or or Letterboxd actually even removed a bunch of his uh, co-directed stuff that he actually directed, like, uh, I Vampiri, I Vampiri is removed he's removed as director on Letterboxd, which is bullshit because Ricardo Freda, who started it and then handed it over to Bava, even writes in the foreword of this book that that movie was directed primarily by Bava. He said basically that oh. Bava was an amazing cinematographer who even got referenced in um, a Vincente Minnelli mm-hmm. movie. Like they talked about this awesome Italian cinematographer named Mario in this movie uh-huh. about movies, American one. Nice. Anyway, okay. he saw that he was a cinematographer, but he never wanted to like take credit or get renowned. So like he, the way did, he, did they ever say why? Yes. The way Freda puts it is that like, he kind of set Bava up 
into these different projects where he would he knew he would end up taking over to push him into being his own director. The reason why, according to Bava, or is that when he was like three or four years old, so his his father was an artist. He did um, wax sculptures. And when he was three or four years old, he went to his father with a drawing he had done and he assigned it Mario. And he showed it to his dad and his dad slapped him and said, how dare you? Do you think you are Michelangelo that you can sign a piece of artwork? Only true artists may sign their artwork. And so it makes perfect sense that he did all these things where like he avoided the credit even now. Like fucking everyone has daddy issues forever. What the hell? Right? I I read that. I was like, oh my god, my son was like sitting across the room from me. I was like, oh my god, like yes, that would fuck you up. Obviously, it did. It fucked Bava up a little bit. Yeah. I, just, I still don't ever save money because my dad never let me save money for comic right? books. Yeah, like yeah, that's the terrifying thing about being the father. Yeah, like it's just all these little things. Like stuff your mom does can make you weird, but it can't like, oh, destroy yeah. you inside. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point yeah. yeah um i love the uh well i put that it was a, a jazzy opening but then as i read I, I found out that this was actually a tango that played oh and i loved wow. loved loved the music in this it was good it was amazing i loved i don't i love the colors i don't know what to call the colors i just loved colors oh, and yeah all that the was my scenes. next note colors purple that, that and like that and like the entire thing seemed like a play, and you know how much I love play. Like it, so, it did, so like yeah. some of the some of yeah some of the some of the scenes were just like you could clearly see the characters waiting for their turn to come on stage, and it was like I don't know why I was just fucking. I, loved I think it. that's that too because everybody did get a turn, so it like yes, everybody yes. felt important. Like in a play, you don't cast a character unless there's a point to them you know what i mean yeah. like and they're they like, have a thing yeah they have a, they have a scene that, that, that does something cool so, yeah and then they go back to being the background dancer exactly. exactly so they didn't have these filler people like they had a lot of people which i like i i think this is the first one that like demands to be rewatched like there's ones that i yeah. definitely want to rewatch of bava's but this is the first one where like you'll really get more out of it if you watch it two three four times yeah um, yep. Like one thing I want to watch it again for that I read was that the um, I forgot I didn't write down the name of the composer, but supposedly he starts out except for like the murder scenes he starts out with a lot of instruments in the orchestration and as like people get killed off he uses less and less instruments. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Except for like you know obviously crescendoing for kills yeah yeah so i kind of i want to rewatch just to I, listen for that yeah i i mean yeah i obviously i just rewatched this this is my second viewing now yeah that's interesting i wish i knew that i would have because yeah music I, I i can either like for music i i always either love it or i like it or i dislike it but i don't ever like understand any meaning from it or anything you know so that's that's one thing i kind of want to work on mm-hmm. but you have to rewatch you can't do it in the first time through you have to yeah you have to really know a movie before you can start listening for those musical cues. At least, like, ones that are done yeah. purposefully, not just, you know, this is a movie that needs music, which is 90%. I think my, uh, my my favorite scene is actually, like, super right at the... My, maybe my... I have, like, three favorite scenes. And, like, I think the one where Isabella is walking down, like, the road oh, and it's, like, a tunnel, tunnel of light. 
I was like, yeah. I was on the verge of putting that on my fog list because she the fog is all behind her as she's going through this yes. tunneled canopy of trees. But then the, yep. the fog never quite envelops anybody, which is like my no. my rule. Otherwise, I'd add tons of movie just because there was fog in the background. Mm-hmm. My rule is that the, the fog has to enter the foreground and then the character in the midfield. But no, that was an yep. amazing shot. And that her kill was nasty. Like, it was just so sudden and abrupt and uncomfortable. You're going to have to tell me because, I mean, obviously I already forgot. Dude, he slams her against the fucking tree and then strangles, right. he smashes That's her head right. into a tree <laughs> and then strangles her and drags her off. For, for anybody who, who is new and listening, I forget everything the second I see it. So, like, yeah. I knew I loved the scene, but I totally fucking forgot how she uh, died. It was so. so, I was like, oh, we're going right into the kill, which made sense because yeah. we start on a crazy I like windy tea storm or thunderstorm. And I, I feel just, like the killer is like a uh, like a Rorschach without the Rorschach part. He just kind of looks like him, but his face is just the mask. He's just a, a right wing nut job killing fashion yeah, models. I don't, I don't know about that part, but like corrupt. he looks like him. He's like a more fashionable he Rorschach. Did. Rorschach I guess. must have come from this guy. I know there's like a Dick Tracy <laughs> character too that's kind of like this. Well, I was gonna say I, I feel like there, there's been a few like that. So well, I don't know. Like there's blank, who doesn't have a face. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. I don't know if he dressed like that, though. Played by Madonna in the uh, <laughs> fucking movie. Yeah, I guess. Oh, I don't know. I think this is the... Yeah, I, I actually wrote something about the murder. I said, <laughs> you know the murder is brutal when the dead woman's makeup starts running. Ah. <laughs> so that, that, that was Isabella, too. I loved it. Um, this inspector, by the way, like he's so flat, but he, he's super aggressive to all these people in mourning. Yeah. He just rolls in and be like, y'all fucking killed her. Like, he <laughs> yeah. just shows no sympathy, no tenderness. He's cold as iron. Just was he in. supposed to be Ger- was he supposed to be German or yes. anything? Or is it, yeah, or yeah, is that actor is oh, German. Okay. He's one of the guys who actually. No, I'm saying got like, paid. is the is the is the character German? Or? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Huh. Because that would make sense that he'd be so cold like that, but like I, I couldn't catch if he was supposed to be German or Here, not. Here's trivia. That guy, whose name I didn't write down, um, would dub Vincent Price in Germany because his natural oh, voice wow. sounds kind of like Vincent Price. So that's why I'm like, cool. damn, I didn't get to hear his voice. I don't know if he sounded anything like Vincent Price in your dub. Uh, I wouldn't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> so Isabella gets killed, and then the next thing Brutally. you know, they're reading her fucking diary. <laughs> well, like, damn that is well, that, cold just whip oh look i found her diary i'm gonna start reading it uh yeah that's true i guess they were just like i don't know if they like they were being nosy or if they just i mean they were obviously being nosy but it seems they wanted to know who like who done it well, yeah, right they, like, well, they, they no because no, they all perked up because there's shit on all of them in that book oh that's right that's right, right. that's I why forgot. they're You're all right. red herrings because everybody's got shit on them Yep. And Isabella knew it all, and they, they assumed she wrote it all down. Okay, so what's it called, though? Not to get too far ahead, but I'm going to. Like, So everyone else is a red herring, but who ends up being the murderer, it's just never really... They have nothing. Like We're not ever like really told who it could be. Is that, is that, isn't that called something? Like where you just lie to your audience, kind of? I don't think Bava lied in this one, but... Okay. But you mean like... Because, like, I, you don't really know who the murderer is until he's the murderer. Like, maybe a few minutes before, I guess. But but everyone you, else gets you, like, you a, mean, oh, it could be this guy. It could it be this guy. foreshadowed very well. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, or at all, which I don't, which I don't mind. I'm just saying. Well, like, that's another reason I kind of want to rewatch it too, because like there's so much going on in the story. I feel like you characters. and I are just gonna rewatch this together in like two weeks. Yeah, they just do another episode on the rewatch. Because <laughs> like it is really a, it's actually a really good whodunit. Like there's not like yeah. the yeah yeah, but I guess you're right. You can't really try to pick it apart so people who who like to watch mysteries to try to like look for clues and pick it apart as it goes i guess you're there's right there's not that much foreshadowing for it but it doesn't feel like unnatural or forced no it, it doesn't seem cheap at all right it's because it like it these are fine. a bunch yeah. of shitty people any one of whom could be a killer given the yeah. right circumstances well, are they shitty people well i guess they're just broken people who want to hide Are their they, shame? They just seem like normal people who, like, I don't know. They seem pretty normal. Like, not even for, like, fashion people. Like I guess for fashion what, like, people, one... yeah, drug addictions and abortions and blackmails. Like... Yeah, but I feel like that's a part of, I don't know. I felt all of it was pretty normal life except until people started dying. Like, you know, people had drugs. People were nervous. People had erectile dysfunction. Yeah. People were out of money. Like, it just seemed like, like life. I guess you're right, yeah. But it just kind of makes it fun, too, because they're all so believable. You could believe that this random group of people exists yes, working absolutely. together. You know what else seemed really fun? Cocaine and paper baggies. Sorry <laughs> not to let you answer. <laughs> yeah. But I was just like, that looks great. Like, that looks, like, super classy. I was like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and then, so, like, the, like, since I already brought up cocaine, I'll bring up the other one. The, the guy fucking, Mar- the guy Marco, who's, like, super anxious all the time, he looks like he's anxious, and then he also looks like the doctor prescribed him only cocaine to treat his anxiety. <laughs> so he does a little sniff every time he gets anxious, and that just made me nervous. I was like, that's not what you do. Don't do that. He's a little sweaty, too. Yeah. Oh, my God, he was, yeah. He reminds me of me about 40 minutes into any podcast. Oh, I just start twitching and getting sweaty, and it's like, oh no! It's nice and cool out tonight, so. <laughs> um, I wasn't expecting spikes for the second kill. That was oh, that was just sweet. Uh, Bava shot it two ways. He shot it also like he. So in the movie, it basically spikes come out, hit her face, she's done. He shot yeah. it where she like grappled with the spikes. The spikes, if you have seen they're on like a glove and these three spikes yeah. in my hand. Um, so yeah, there's he extended it and had her like grappling and trying to fight with it. But I guess he just opted to just like quick one and done and do it, which I, I love. Oh, that'd be that. pretty cool. Yeah, I love that too. That'd be pretty cool though. It's like like he lets go and he she's just struggling with it on her face. That'd be just that would be like a little. No, no, I like I it how it is instead of him. Yeah, yeah. her trying to keep it away from her because like I don't know, you just come to expect that when the kill happens, like fairly quickly especially there was already so much oh oh, oh oh i thought i thought you meant like he he kills her or like he puts it in her head and then like he lets it go and then like she's like struggling with oh, it and slowly dying no, no, no. it's like <laughs> the, the, he has his yeah. hand near her face like six inches away mm-hmm. and she's trying to push him away but he, he didn't need that Makes anyway sense. he was right because no. that scene has the perfect amount of buildup like she's like running through the antique shop which is probably one of the best like most atmospheric oh okay so yeah this is the franco scene Right, she's supposed. She's there to see Franco, yes. the guy who gives her drugs. Yeah, okay, I mean, yeah. That okay. So that I love that scene. I actually just wrote Franco scene. It's just like all the lights, the fucking right, music yeah, was perfect. Yeah, the, the, oh, by the way, there was fog inside, I, I, and and it enveloped her as she was running. I have to rewatch it. I don't remember that. Yeah, and she lets out three to four just fucking blood curdling <laughs> screams, yeah. which your son was a 
roller coaster. He thought it was a roller coaster. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I went to pee at that point. He's like, are you watching roller coasters? Oh, my God. Your, your wife's like, yes. I was like, oopsie. <laughs> um, uh. Oh, okay. Um, does, like, Bava have a boner for red phones? Or, like, what the fuck? I, it was, or is that just, like, a normal thing back then? Every no, phone was red. I, no, it was, I, I, it was kind of a normal thing. Um, okay. I guess in a press release, he was kind of mocked for it in one of the reviews of this movie. That his new thing is red telephones. Um, <laughs> which is like, a, I think it was just like a weird wave in the moment at Italy. Okay. We'll see with the next one. Um, but I thought you were going to say redheads because that's another thing I got from the book oh, yeah. that we can look forward to is that this starts a little trend of Bava and redheads. So I'm, I'm excited Hell for yeah. that. And next we get to Peggy. That's... Uh, our girl Mary Arden, I was talking about. Who's about to get the fucking shit slapped out of her at least two dozen yes. times. Yes. Um, oh, but she does get to bite the killer's finger. Oh, yeah. That's nice right. bite. But then, yeah, she gets the shit beat out of her. And um, one of the scenes that really impressed me is this killer throws her over their shoulder and climbs up the stairs. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, I was going to mention the stairs. I, That's actually This is like the third staircase in the film, and we're like 40 minutes Oh, there. I wasn't it, thinking it, it, of the stairs. I was thinking... I, oh, wrote, I know. I wrote, That's some fucking strength. <laughs> and, and, like, can we say who the killer is at this point? Or? Uh, yeah, spoilers. Uh, yeah, the killer is the woman, right, at this point? No. So the, this the, is the... The, the killer is the... Oh, that comes later. The, You're right. Yes, that comes the later. killer is the guy. You're right. And then later he sends her to get rid of her. Oh well, no. But she gets See, involved. I thought like I thought she, I thought she, so. I thought she became the killer when he's in jail. So like without uh, his knowledge, she became the yeah, killer. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. She does. Uh, she does do one while he's in jail to clean up. But, but yeah, but yeah. Back to the Peggy slapping scene. Like she 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 goes there. Like she goes home, and then Marco shows up, right? Because yeah. he's all like in love with her, and then he leaves, and oh, the killer comes. Because so brutal. Yeah, she's and like, then he comes because she took his... She's uh, like, okay, you're a great friend. Yeah. But, like, it plays out so much longer. You're just like, this fucking it, guy. It, it was very, yes. She I was like, please stop. his little impotent heart out. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, was, it was just, so bad. That was the most brutal part of it. I didn't <laughs> yeah, want to watch it. I was, that like, was please like, just That was leave. like the seventh murder right there. Because she yeah. straight up <laughs> murdered him. <laughs> um... So I guess yeah, we could talk about how Peggy died. She he gets she gets taken to a lair, and then I guess the killer is like, "Are you sure you burnt the uh, the what is it the uh, the notebook from uh, mm-hmm. from Isabella?" And then uh, and then she he burns her hand, and she screams yeah. again. Then he I think he slaps her again before putting oh, her head down so to the uh, torture. What was that? That was like a hot like, like just I don't a, even know what hot, that was. Yeah, yeah, like a little furnace lamp. Yeah, it, fucking, it looked like molten fucking lava. It was fucking burning. So, so here's a little fun fact. Mary Arden got tired of doing the makeup and getting it off every single night. And since she had to go back and shoot with the makeup again the first thing the next morning, she went home with that makeup on and freaked the fuck out of her mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't think she telephoned her first? Like, you hey, should um, let her know, yeah. And then... Um, I bet she... she must have done it on purpose. So then Peggy gets killed and they, they, her body gets relocated. Um, here's another little bit of trivia. Mary Arden had a hell of a time for a movie she says she doesn't get fucking paid on. Um, 
I'm really enjoying these uh, these interludes here. I'm glad you read it. So, yeah, I wish I could have had time to read more, but it's like 20 more fucking pages. I didn't have time, but I'll try to keep up. No, nah, this one. is like the perfect amount. Like, this is good. Um, so, yeah, it would have been way too much. We would have had like an hour and a half show. So uh-huh. Peggy is going to be pulled out of the trunk, her dead body, by the girl killer. Yeah. In that scene... The other actress was told she had to wait to try to pull her out until she heard the trunk click because there were, the trunk wouldn't stay open until it was latched. Otherwise, it would mm-hmm. just fucking drop. And basically, she didn't. And so Mary Arden started to like... Or Arden. I keep putting the T? I don't know what I wrote. I wrote it two different ways. Um, so anyway, it didn't latch and the thing almost like took her fucking eye out. Oh, no. This trunk lid fell on her. <laughs> Dude, trunk lids were fucking heavy back right, then. Right, yeah, okay. and then she said Bava was really nice to her and like really apologetic and like you know Aww. kind about it. Uh, where are we going? To I'm glad. He's, I'm glad Bava's not a cunt. I'm glad we're not doing like an angry director's moveography. All right, so so all the men end up getting locked up, and I lo- I wrote down a couple awesome quotes. So with the men, um, there's a uh, Luciana Pagosi. If you remember, he was like, he's the Peter Lore looking guy. He was the, mm-hmm. he was in um, The Whip and the Body. You remember the creepy looking, kind of like Igor yeah, looking yeah. dude. Yeah, uh, Oh, this is the guy with uh, with uh, a bad penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is great line. Inspector, look at his face. He hates women. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> yes. And that's when he's like, he's like impotent. He'll kill, he'll kill them all or something like that. Oh, I, I didn't get that, that in so my much. version. Damn. Oh, really? Like, yeah. I no, he like, like he straight best. up said like, look at that guy. Look at his face. He's killing women. He hates women. He's impotent, so he kills them all. Oh, <laughs> I was like, whoa! Yeah, I didn't get all that, man. Now I gotta watch. I'll watch the Italian version next. Yeah, um, absolutely. A fun quote from Luciana Pagosi when he asked, "What do you remember of Blood and Black Lace?" He said, "I remember many women." <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Luciano. So while all the men are in jail, we see all the, the women hanging out. And uh, let me know if this was in the Italian version. One of them says, if only the men would come back. We're all women left alone. Oh, man. I, I think I would have remembered that. I don't think so. <laughs> um, Hang on. Was this before or after the alibi scene? Oh, this was this is after. The, oh, yeah, I actually remember when all the men are in jail. Yeah, when the guy came in to see his friend and he's like, Hey, you gotta tell them that I didn't kill anyone. Oh, you gotta yeah. tell them that we were together. Yeah. I loved that scene a lot. I, I like it, was, it just felt so Italian. I don't know oh, what, yeah. what was it about. Yeah, and then the guy was just like, eh, okay. And then he's like, Well, you're gonna be fucked too if you don't say and he's like, I'm not gonna be fucked. And he's like, You owe her seven million dollars. And yes. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, I like that I a love, lot. I yeah. love just how nasty they all are to each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But they're yeah. still, like, clearly friends, like, which is weird. Yeah. I guess because they have to yeah, work uh, together. So they say, well, I, I guess so, yeah. It's an Italian thing. Um, yeah, probably. One of the kills is just a pillow smothering, and that chick did not fight at all. No, she just she wanted she to just, die. Just, she yeah, ready. she did. She laid down and splayed her arms out and let this pillow come on her face and did nothing with her arms. She's just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> right, well, you would fight. You have your arms are free. Her arms are completely free. Yeah. She could have been fighting 
even if it was fuel. She has legs too. You kick a little or something. It, that, like, was, yeah. I, that was my least mo- favorite moment in the movie. I hated that part. He should have st- like he should have done the pillow thing and then stabbed her in the face with the three spikes. That would have been a cool thing. Yeah, <laughs> the three spikes thing. Um, and then there's the one that's supposed to look like a suicide, but like obviously they don't know anything about forensics because if you drown someone in the tub, you can't then slit their wrists. And anyone will believe that it was a suicide. Oh yeah, this is this is the uh, the the one. Of, this is the last kill, almost. Well, I, the last the si- this will be the yeah. sixth woman killed, right? Yeah. Uh, I uh, like I when when they when they had the camera like in the tub with her getting drowned. Like she, it was so freaky. She looked like a like a I don't know like a mannequin almost, but I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that was a great to shot too. I was just like mm-hmm. I looked away. I was like. Mm stop oh it was the eyes her eyes yeah, were like they so were clearly creepy. fake yeah it was fucking creepy as shit. and there's a nipple in the american version too i was like whoa Ooh, really? okay yeah oh, i didn't see a nipple there's a oh. there's like a see-through in there yeah there's a nipple oh, oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah, that yeah was nothing a, exciting but then and then you'll see her dead eyes like oh my god <laughs> yeah, the dead, um, dead eyes. it looked like it looked like an ink and eye like you would see from the 1200s or something oh, that's everything I got. I, unless, you know, I got 20 more pages, we could come back to this. Oh, no, that's actually, yeah, that's good. But, uh, that's literally all I had. That, I actually wrote a note that I think my notes didn't sync because the last 20 minutes I don't have anything, but great murder twist. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, I, I, I apparently my notes fell away too at the end. I was just, like, wrapped up in it. And, like, yeah, I, I'm surprised I have as many notes as I, I do. And, I, I like, so, again, why I, I want to rewatch it because I just... And if, like you said earlier, in one of our earlier episodes, if, if Bava is all about the staircases, this is the first film that highlights staircases. There were several great staircase and, and shots. This was also like his first where he really got noticed for the colors, and like everybody started imitating what he okay. was doing. That here. makes sense. Yeah. Um, there's actually there was actually like a German uh, genre of like crime thrillers that was super popular that Bava kind of took influence from and then like pushed it to the extreme with the colors. And then mm. they basically did the reverse and said, Oh yeah, that's definitely going to work. And oh, there is another quote that, uh, I, you remember the, uh, the old lady maid. Yes. So her name is Tao Lee in this for some reason in the, in the film. Yeah. <laughs> but like she is somebody, somebody, I read an interview with her for some fucking reason. And she was like, oh, I really didn't like this movie because once you get older, you just don't like all this murder. Oh, I yes, I did read that. Yeah. And she was in there for it. like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So like we said, welcome to the new feed director's gallery. Um, Mario Minute. We're going to be with Mario Bava for quite a few more films. Thanks for staying <laughs> on or joining us if you're finding uh, us. How many more stream. films is it going to be? Like 40? Uh, like 15, 40 to 20, 15 to 20. Oh, really? That's it? Yeah, oh, that's yeah, not bad. yeah we're in like 1964 because he didn't keep going. He, he stopped and then he died. Um, oh, my God. You're right. There's only like 12 more films. Right. Yeah. I'm going to refer to the book. Maybe there's some that are missing. Okay, I guess I guess there, there's 19 more entries. One is uncredited. One is as John Old. <laughs> oh yeah, he was uh, John M. Old for the American release of for the Whip in the Body. The Whip in the Body. He was yeah. John Old for our next film, The Road to Fort Alamo, and then he was John Hold for Knives of the Avenger. What the fuck, man? Let me. Let me see uh, what's listed in this Tim Lucas book before we sign off. And, 
And then he was uh, Mickey Leone oh, it takes, for the House of Exorcism. It takes a minute for my, my computer to load this PDF. <laughs> Ooh, this is going to be an exciting movie. Oh, she's beautiful. Let's see what he's got. Because it's chapter by chapter by movies once he gets into them. Nice. See, there's ones we haven't seen. But I don't know if he actually directed. I'll have to read this because it shows like Esther and the King. But I thought we ruled that out as not really directed by him. Hmm. And... Well, we're only a few movies away from having all three of us oh. here for uh, Danger Diabolic. Is it going in order or not? Well, this is a bad podcasting, so I guess we can... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it doesn't quite go in order. It like drops back. It goes by like some of the genres he did. Oh, uh, okay. And then gets into... Da, 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 da. Okay, whatever. Yeah, this is bad, pa- bad podcasting, so... So next time we'll be here for a good old-fashioned uh, western. Western from Mario Bava. The road to Fort um, Alamo. So if you want to, you know, like, review, subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to, and go ahead and reach out to us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're at 16 Ounce Cinema. Go ahead and listen to some of our other shows, too. The main show, we mostly bullshit and then sometimes talk about movies. Mike. Occasionally. Um, does one with our other 16-ounce cinema host that's woke as fuck, or woke AF. Hell yeah. And I do one with our other host, Angus, of movies that aren't quite cult. And I do one from a mother... Oh, yeah. Subcult. Yeah. And Mike's got a new one coming out with a guy from England named Bjork, who's not in our main show, but he'll be in this one talking about Takashi Miike. Unless he dies from COVID, because he's been sick for two weeks. Oh, we'll see. Geez. Oh, lovely. But you got a first episode out anyway. Yeah, oh, well, we recorded two, so we're good, yeah. All right, and that's that it. We'll about do it. Yeah, find Later. us on Facebook. Hit us up. Bye.